What if you had a special weapon, a special box of tricks, an amazing uh, medicine, some kind of pharmaceutical intervention that gave you a fast metabolism, that helped you burn fat really fast, that uh, gave you great posture, great hair, great skin, great skin, great nails, bright eyes, strong teeth. What if there was something you could do that kept you young and strong for long, that stopped you from getting old? Uh, what if you could do something that kept your face looking fresh and alive for a very long time and even had an effect on uh, the quality of your skin so that you didn't look as old or wrinkly? And what if you could burn all the food up that you put into your body really fast? So imagine you were getting a car ready for a race, like a, a really high performance car race, and you had a choice between a tiny little engine that didn't go very fast or a really big engine that, that, went, that went really fast. And the challenge with that engine, of course, is it burns a lot of fuel. But let's imagine that the fuel that was going to be burnt in this particular car was body fat or calories or food that you would be putting into your body the high performance car that your body is. The reason I get so excited about all of this is as a woman, we often put up with, we often accept that we, we're, as we get older, we're going to get a slower metabolism. We're going to get fatter. We're going to look old really fast. Uh, there's a lot of women who say to me, I don't want to do any uh, strength training exercise because I don't want to get big muscles. Uh, they, uh, there are women who are really nervous about uh, I have to do light weights for toning because if I do heavy weights, I'm going to look like a man. Uh, and the reason I'm so excited about all of that is this special weapon that we've got as women, we can actually stay young and strong for long. We can look young, we can feel young, and all the challenges that uh, we often get told as women we're going to have, so it's going to be the wrong time of the month. Isn't that interesting? We don't say it's exciting that you can have babies. We say wrong time of the month. Uh, your pregnancy, it could be tough and hard and you're going to put on weight and it's going to be hard to lose weight versus, isn't it exciting, I'm going to have a baby? Uh, and then there's this thing called menopause where you're going to get fat and you're going to get sick and you're going to have hot flushes and you're going to have headaches and you won't be able to sleep and, you, and you, it'll just be a terrible experience versus, awesome, I don't have a period anymore. Isn't that a fantastic thing so I can just get on with my life and not have to have any challenge every month? So... As a woman, if we could have that special gift box filled up with, uh, and I'm going to say there's two tools to put in there, and, and there might be more, but my two favorites, and uh, we often joke at our house, uh, if, if you've got a hammer in your hand, it seems that everything needs to be nailed, or if you've got a paintbrush in your hand, everything needs to be painted. Well, when you've got these two tools in your toolbox, you literally can have a fit, strong, healthy body for the rest of your life, and you don't have to... Be concerned about, uh, and the biggest one for women, of course, is I don't want to look like a man. I, I want to be perhaps fit and strong because I've never heard a woman say I want to be unfit and weak. I've heard a lot of women say I don't want to have big muscles, I don't want to look bulky, I don't want to look like a man, I don't want to increase my muscle size, but I've never had anybody say to me I want to be weak and frail. So if there was a toolbox with only two tools in it that could keep you young and strong for long, that could make sure that every period, pregnancy, menopause, all your emotions, your hormones, everything could be in peak physical condition and you could be in control of your hormones rather than the other way around, uh, would you be interested about chatting or looking into or having a look at what's the, what those two tools are? 
And the reason I get so excited about them, of course, is because I'm an exercise professional and have been all of my life. And the two tools in the toolbox of stay young and strong for long, particularly as a woman, is I have to get fit and I have to get strong and I have to stay fit and strong. And as I shared, most women are quite or seem quite happy with the fit side and seem quite happy with the exercise side, even if they don't love it or enjoy it. But yeah, I get I have to do it. But why is it that so many women don't like the second tool, which is stay strong for long? And is that because we think that if I'm strong, I'm going to get big muscles and if I've got big muscles, I'm going to look bulky? And I just have a couple of questions about that one because if, and I'll go back a step, if you're really fit and if you're really strong, what can you do versus if you're weak and frail, what can't you do? If you're unfit, if you're weak and you're frail, all the things in life that you'd like to be able to do become really hard to do. You have this tiny little engine that's trying to push around a machine that needs to work at high performance, but it doesn't have the engine quality to, to get it to go. If you've, got a, if you've got to race a car, you need a high performance engine, you need high performance fuel in it. And I think that our bodies are far more important than any race car or far more important than any car. Uh, so what do, we, what do we have to put into it and how do we make sure that it can get us through life? And the two things, as I've shared in that toolbox, number one is I've got to be really fit. But how do I get really fit? How do I become a high performance machine if I'm not very strong? And the simple question there is to get fit, I've got to get puffed. I've got to work at 100% effort. And there's a lot of talk about how long you should exercise for and how many exercises you should do and what are the best exercises. Well, ultimately, to get fit, it doesn't matter, of course. If you get really puffed, do your heart and lungs know what you're doing? Does it matter whether you're punching or kicking or running up some stairs or running through soft stand or sprinting on the, on the road or sprinting on the treadmill or punching or kicking? Or doesn't matter. Of course, it doesn't matter. If you get puffed, you'll get fit. But the ability to get puffed, to push your body to 100% effort, how do you do that if you're weak and frail? How do you do that if your muscles have wasted away? How do you do that if you've got a tiny little engine when you need a high-performance machine to get puffed? And of course, that's our muscle. And the challenge that women seem to have with muscle is the muscle size. And I always ask this question. As women, and this is a very controversial question, I'll pre-frame this. As women, are we big from muscle or are we big from fat? If we don't fit into our clothes anymore, is that because we've gotten too big from muscle or from fat? And if you have a look at the places on the human or the human female form where we put fat on, if I've got soft bits on the back of my arm or my arm's gotten bigger, is that because I've got fat on my arm or ask a different question? The soft flabby stuff that starts hanging down the back of my arm, is that my tricep muscle or is that fat? Uh, my glute medius maximus minimus muscles that the, the, of my bum, my, the biggest muscles in my body, uh, if I start, if, that, if they don't feel tight, if they don't feel hard, if they don't feel firm to touch and I've got lumpy bits on them and my, my backside starting to head towards my knees, is that that I've got... Uh, glute medius muscle, maximus muscle that are hanging down my leg, or is that excess fat on my body? Uh, this big bit that we get around the middle, or that some people get around the middle, is that from big rectus abdominis muscles, or is that from fat? And the answer to that is probably uh, confrontational, because 
as women, this seems to be the disconnection, but can I ask this question? Is it possible that if you are putting a certain amount of fuel into your body, but the size of your engine is getting smaller, that the excess fuel has to go somewhere. So if you keep putting the same amount of fuel into the engine, but the engine's getting smaller, it's not like when you go to the petrol station, put too much fuel in, it just spills out the side. The human body, if you put too much fuel in it and you're not burning it up, it's got to go somewhere. And it doesn't matter which way you look at it, and there's lots of different pathways, but all the excess food that we eat and all the excess alcohol that we drink, anything excess we put into our body, in one way, shape, or form, ends up in a fat cell. And as I always share so magnificently, the human body can expand to massive proportions. A fat cell can keep getting fatter and fatter and fatter. It can keep filling up and getting bigger. And then it has the ability to go through hyperplasia. It can actually split and become two fat cells and keep getting fatter. And I don't want that. I don't want that for any human being. Because unfortunately, when we get fatter and fatter and fatter, we seem to get also sicker and weaker. It's very difficult to carry around a heavy body that's heavy from fat. So if I want to stop that process, so if I want to make sure that the food that I eat and the alcohol that I, that I drink or anything that I put into my body doesn't make its way into my fat cell and stay there and my fat cell keeps getting bigger, what do I have to do to burn up that fuel, that excess energy, so that it doesn't end up in my fat cell? And of course, I've got to have a bigger engine. And then I've got to rev up that engine on a regular basis. I've got to have a big engine that works really hard. And that's the two tools in the toolbox. If I've got strong muscles, if I maintain the muscles that I've been given and they don't waste away as I get older, and that's what happens. Men, yes, have the ability to put on some muscle size. Women, we just don't. Even if you really wanted to put on three, four, five kilos of muscle, you have to be genetically gifted and you have to be an elite athlete and you have to sleep and breathe and eat and drink and live putting on muscle size and even then if you're really lucky you might put on three or four kilos maybe five at the most but that five kilos of muscle if you are a genetically gifted woman you lucky thing even if you put on five kilos of muscle muscle is this very small yes it's very heavy but it's a live substance. It uses energy. Our muscles are the biggest engine in our body. The more muscle we have, the bigger the engine, the more fuel we require. You know, the simple equation there is, if you've got more muscle or if you maintain the muscle that you were given, it means that you can eat the same amount of food and you'll lose weight or you'll lose body fat, or you can eat more food and stay the same. And I don't know about you, but I love food. I'm a woman who loves food, and not just food. I have passion for all kinds of food. But I like the yummy things that people always say are really bad. I love chocolate and lollies and ice cream and chips and biscuits, and I love all that stuff. So I have to work out a way to burn it up. And the only way is to have a toolbox that's got those two tools in it. I have to be fit and I have to be strong and the two of them go together. I can't get fitter and fitter. I can't push my body to 100% effort, which is the only way to get fit, if I've got a tiny little engine, if I've got weak muscles. So if I want to be able to push to 100% huffy puffy, I have to work to 100% with my muscles. And I wish that I could put on five kilos of muscle. I wish, because then I would have a bigger engine, which means I could eat more food. But as a woman now, and as an old woman, my goal is to maintain the muscle that I've got. So I do everything possible every single day to hang on to the God-given, high-energy, high-fuel-burning, 
uh, high intense activity muscle that will a keep me young and strong for long keeps my metabolism fast and the beautiful thing about the the connection between the muscular and skeletal system and the endocrine system is when you get puffed and when you lift heavy your endocrine system your hormones that whole system have to work really hard the harder you exercise the harder your hormonal system has to work the fitter and stronger and healthier it gets as well and of course when we're a woman we always talk about the challenges with our hormones my hormones are making me fat hot uh, emotional, angry, I've got to eat more food. It's my hormones, it's my hormones. Well, I don't want my hormones to control me. How about you? I want to be in control of my own hormones, thank you. And obviously, staying fit and staying strong, the two tools in the toolbox, means that the uh, endocrine system has to work really hard and be fit and strong. My central nervous system has to work really hard and, and be fit and strong. My digestive system has to work really hard and be fit and strong. Then the, what about the good old immune system, the one that keeps us from getting sick, the one that fights germs, bugs, viruses and diseases? When I've got strong muscles pulling on strong bones, I now have the inside of my bone, the bone marrow, where my immune system is being built. That gets stronger and stronger as well. So why am I so excited about all of this? The toolbox is pretty simple. Get fit and stay fit. Get strong and stay strong. If you're scared about getting bigger muscles, how about this? Why not just get really strong and see how that feels so that you can lift up heavy things? And obviously it's easy to know that you're getting stronger because you can lift heavier things. And as you feel your muscles getting stronger and tighter and have the ability to do more, then you can sprint harder. And when you sprint harder, you can, and again, it's not sprinting, running. It can be boxing or punching or running upstairs or cross trainer or rowing machine, doesn't matter. But the fitter you get, the faster your body burns fat when you're resting, the more energy your body requires all throughout the day. And most importantly, the fitter you get, you turn your body into a fat burning machine when you're resting because your respiratory quotient, where the energy is coming from at the moment, when you're exercising, you want that to be 100% carbohydrate because when you exercise at 100% effort, you're going to be burning predominantly carbohydrate. Then when you're resting, your body turns into a fat-burning machine so that you can maintain or can uh, keep that, uh, store that half a kilo of carbohydrate, and that's all we've got to store. We only have a, a, a storage system of half a kilo for the carbohydrate, the high-performance fuel that we need for sprinting, for getting puffed and lifting heavy. So your body then says, okay, I've got to maintain control, keep that in storage for when Rowie makes me sprint and when she makes me lift heavy. So the rest of the time, we're going to turn her body into a fat-burning machine. She's going to prefer to burn fat at rest. That all happens when you get fit and that happens when you're really strong. And I'll say it again, you can't get really fit if you're weak and frail. So if you want to get puffed, you have to be strong. If you want to be, or if you are strong, you'll have strong muscles, strong bones, strong all the other systems in your body and you will literally be able to stay young and strong for long so i'm sharing as passionately as i can from my heart to yours if you are a woman and you don't lift heavy things if you're a woman and you're not aiming to maintain your muscle if you're a woman and you don't keep the muscle that you've been given and you let it waste away as you get older you will get old fast, you'll get fat, you're a much higher risk of being overweight or fat or obese or however you want to put it. 
you are at an extremely high risk of getting osteoporosis, which is a bone-thinning disease that most old ladies get because they don't lift heavy things. You are at a massive risk of having challenges with your hormonal system because as you get older and weaker, your hormonal system gets older and weaker too. And that's why, I, and this is just from my personal experience, so I'm not going to, to preach at anybody about menopause, but I literally had this, I've been fit and healthy and strong all of my life, and I had this really interesting experience. I said to my husband, I think I've been through menopause. I'm an old lady and I don't have a period anymore. But that was it. That was, that was menopause for me. I've never had any children, so I can't say whether or not it's easier or harder to have children when you're healthy, fit and strong. But I have trained hundreds of women through multiple pregnancies. And it's been pretty obvious that the women that are fit and strong have uh, easier pregnancies, easier childbirth, and they get their body back into shape if it ever got out of shape much, much quicker. And I've worked uh, predominantly with teenage girls and often with teenage girls that have eating challenges, anorexia, bulimia, obesity, morbid obesity. And it's really interesting to watch the changes, just in, not just physically, but mentally. When a young woman gets fit and when she gets strong and she's got different hormones pumping into her brain, those powerful neurotransmitters of serotonin, dopamine, endorphins, oxytocin, brain-derived neurotropic factor. They're all the chemicals that the pharmaceutical companies are trying to put into a pill and call them antidepressants. But when you get fit and when you get strong, your body produces those at the right amount. And even more importantly, brain-derived neurotropic factor is the fertilizer for your brain that makes sure that your production of serotonin and dopamine endorphins oxytocin are at a greater rate of a higher intensity and better quality and that comes from being fit and being strong so if you could have this one toolbox with two tools one box two tools get fit get strong get fit and stay fit get strong and stay strong turn your body into a fat burning food burning calorie burning energy burning machine maintain the size of your engine so you can keep putting a large amount of fuel in there and your body will burn it up you can keep putting a large amount of fuel in there and your and your fat cells can't get bigger because you're burning up the food before it's got an opportunity to turn into fat and get into your fat cell but most importantly you feel fantastic when you're really strong and i'll just ask that question Imagine the difference being as old as I am, being weak and frail versus being healthy and strong, healthy, fit and strong. Imagine how that feels. What does it do to your posture? What does it do to your skin, to your hair, to your nails? Everything is better when you've got a fit, strong body. So we've got in our box here two tools that ultimately is the anti-aging and when I think about the billions, if not trillions of dollars now spent on anti-aging, it just blows my mind that the human body inside our body is an anti-aging machine. If you get fit and stay fit, if you get strong and stay strong, your body will be young and strong for long, whether you are a male or a female. But I will again share from my heart to yours, if you are a woman... Men seem to get this. Men don't seem to be scared of getting big muscles. I'm not only not scared of getting big muscles, I wish for them daily. Now, they don't just appear in a pink box and you can stick them on your body. You actually have to try, and, and when I say try, because you can't grow bigger muscles as a woman. It's very, very difficult. 
And as I said, even if you're genetically gifted, you might be able to put on five kilos. But if I could put on five kilos of a bigger engine, imagine how much younger I could stay for longer. The goal is to be healthy, fit and strong at 100 plus. And I always ask this, imagine if you could be fabulous at 40, fantastic at 50, sexy at 60, sensational at 70, awesome at 80, never give up at 90, happy and healthy at 100 plus. The anti-aging people are sharing now that if you want to be happy, healthy at 100 plus, we could be 120, 30, 40, 50 now. That's what the anti-aging people are saying. But guess what the big, uh, the big box for them? Exercise is medicine and medicine is exercise. And the only way to get fit and the only way to get strong is to exercise. Whatever format you do it in, if you get puffed and if you overload your muscles and bones, you'll get fit and you'll get strong and your body can be young and strong for long. Woohoo!